everybody, welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. Along with me, as usual, is my biracial consigliere, Michelle. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? AKA Jay. But so, what's up, man? How's it? How's your week going? Uh, so far, so good, man. We just uh, what was it called? Just uh, watch a little bit of that State of the Union address. State of the Union. Yeah, hey, you're jumping right into it, huh? Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> it was interesting the State of the Union address because mm-hmm. Biden baited the hook. And the GOP fucking grabbed at it. Oh, you're talking about like when uh, when he um, uh, what's it called said that yeah we're not cutting Social Security and Medicaid. Right, that they yeah. they the GOP want the GOP wants to cut Medicare, mm-hmm. Medicaid, and Social Security, mm-hmm. and all all of a sudden the fucking it was like the chimps at the zoo. <laughs> it, fucking, it looked like a fucking uh, council meeting in Planet of the Apes, dude. Marjorie Taylor Green with her fucking <laughs> fucking Doctor Zayas code. <laughs> Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Dude, between her and Kristen Cinema, it looks like they thought they were going to the Hunger Games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, Welcome they, to the 2023 Hunger Games. <laughs> they they look like, um, you know, for the Final Fantasy fans, you know, that listen to us, they look like the comic relief villains. Like the ones, <laughs> like, they're about to fight you, but then all of a sudden, they get fucked over by their own machinations. She looked like a, she looked like an 80s villain from a ski movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the one that's like challenging John Cusack to the K-12. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Widowmaker, John. <laughs> her, na- her name would be like Muffy. <laughs> oh, it totally would be. That was like the 80s like Becky name was Muffy. Muffy, Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Stacy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Stacy's mom. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She, she got it going on. Mm, eh, does she really? Not if she's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, but no, um, no. Boom, <laughs> They oh. call me a milf. But no, but uh, what was it? But yeah, when um when Biden mentioned uh, the Social Security and the Medicare and told them straight, he pretty much told them straight up, yeah, hands off. We're not fucking with it. We're not fucking with people's you know um, lives and everything. Well, the funny thing is that he has receipts. Yeah, like he has. I love when he said, "Come to my office. I'll give it to you." Right. I'll fucking give it to you. Right. And then at his next press conference after after that, he actually had the booklet with him mm-hmm. that Rick Scott wrote. Uh, fucking uh, Senator Rick Scott. Mm-hmm. He wrote a proposal that the way to eliminate Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare, dude. It's it's because they want to privatize everything. I was having a discussion with someone and we were debating on the um, on the the what. Well, on the the drug, the opiate epidemic that's right now in the United States, mm-hmm. we'll get into that a little bit later. But as far as the State of the Union, mm-hmm. yeah, remind me of that debate because we were talking about it. It's all about making money for the GOP. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face facts, it's all about making money, period, for for the government. All they want to do is tax your ass mm-hmm. without giving you anything. Oh, yeah. And, the you know, it's funny is that their followers think that, you know, they're for the people. They're for the country. Well, what, what I was concerned was and that Biden didn't mention was the... 30% flat tax that the the GOP wants to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't really address that because as everybody knows the GOP what are they they're they're um proposing a 30% flat tax. Basically you don't you stop paying federal income tax, mm-hmm. but you pay 30% tax on everything that you buy. Mm-hmm. So if you went to go buy a $200,000 house, you're now going to pay $230,000 for that house. And well and everybody who was who simps for the GOP mm-hmm. cuz they're no longer GOP supporters, they're simps mm-hmm. cuz everything they say they go, "Yes, master." Yep. And neither <laughs> the same people that say you all buy into the lies and MSM and blah 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 blah. Yeah, how's that glass trailer? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's the thing. They always talk about. Oh, you watch liberal liberal media. It's like no, yeah. I watch progressive media, and right. none of it's on TV. And these are the same people who parrot the Fox News uh, horse shit. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's you know, the funny part. Right. So you know what you know what cracks me up is that the like when Marjorie Taylor Greene was like um, heckling him, saying you lied to Biden and whatnot, liar. 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 Fucking Republicans don't realize that Democrats have receipts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is um like this actually reminded me back in uh, 09. Well, then the thing is, uh, the Democrats aren't gonna aren't gonna say anything unless yeah. they have proof, right. To the contrary, you know what I mean? Right. But this reminded me back in 09 when um Obama had his um joint session in Congress. I think mm-hmm. it was the State of the Union, or maybe it was just a joint session. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, what was it called? Remember that one guy, um, what was his face? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Joe Wilson, the rep- yeah. he was a Republican representative from South Carolina. He was the one that said, you lie. And, I mean, that, yeah. that's all they're going to ever do. It was like, oh yeah, how am I lying? Yeah. How am I lying? Well, yeah. And they, because you are. Right. They just <laughs> shout that you lie and they don't have like anything to back it up with. No, just, just, the funny thing is if you call them out on it, they go, well, because you are. Because yeah. you are right, because oh, oh it, just like their followers. But you know what's funny is that he got a taste of his own medicine because it was like back in 2017. Right. He um, Wilson had like a um, what was it called? He was speaking with like you know his constituents and everything, and he was lying about like um, Obama's at the time you know healthcare laws. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened in the crowd? <laughs> Everybody started shouting out, "You lied! You, you lie! You lie!" <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, the funny thing is, is that's all they do. But how during a State of the Union address, and you know what's funny? Kevin mm-hmm. McCarthy's in the back behind them, mm-hmm. shushing them. Yeah, he's like, Shh. <laughs> it, it was. It reminded me. But remember, uh, friends, when uh, when Rachel was complaining about her parents arguing at the graduation. Oh yeah, the Archbishop Tutu actually had to shush them. <laughs> <laughs> when, or or when Ross was roommating with uh, Chandler and Joey. Yeah, and he come on and go. Right, right, to lower right. the volume. It's like, <laughs> hey. But you know what's funny is that, like, so uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Bobert, like, they get called out for their heckling and everything. And, like, you know, the um, their followers try to clap back. Oh, what about, about Nancy Pelosi tearing up that piece of paper right behind Trump? I was like, okay, there's a difference. Yep. First of all, Nancy Pelosi did not disturb the speech. She didn't disturb nope. any of the proceeds and the predecessors or whatever. Sorry, hold on. Yeah. She didn't disturb like the whole uh, state of the union address. She did a symbolic gesture. She just simply tore a piece of paper. Yeah, those two fucking psychopaths were hooting and hollering well, like monkeys in heat. Believe it or not, Bobert was quiet. She just sat there and she put on this like fucking Karen bitch face that can't really say anything because something racist is happening on, but she can't say anything because it's like she'll get bitched at. And she's like, yeah. wow, she's actually learning. Well, it's because. She doesn't want to get sanctioned from fucking committees like probably Marjorie Taylor Greene's going to. Right. Speaking of that, dude, I was watching these clips from uh, there was a committee meeting with the Twitter executives, former Twitter executives that were fired by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And bro, they sounded like two Beckys, fucking Bobert and Green. Mm-hmm. Why did you why did you shadow ban me? You shadow ban me. You, why did you shadow ban me? What are you fucking 13? <laughs> like, Becky, why didn't you invite me to your party? You invited everybody else but me. He goes, why? Why? I, I, what's it called? I think uh, at that night, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene went to her, uh, what do they call it from Mean Girls? The Slam Book? And she <laughs> yeah. started slamming like the former CEOs. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Diary, they're buttholes. Right. They didn't, they didn't let me tweet my racist Boo. fucking bullshit. Boo, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And he goes, 
and the funny thing is she she said, oh, well, you, you uh, deleted my tweets. You deleted my tweets, my personal tweeter, my personal tweeter. You did. You did. I was okay, like, dude, what the fuck, dude? But, and she was saying because there was... They uh, tagged her for disinformation about COVID. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, no, no. Scientists were saying, scientists were saying, bro, the scientists you were using as facts was like Dr. Zhivago or fucking some bullshit doctor that, you know, that looks like fucking doc. She was using Dr. Nick as a fucking source. Hi, Hi everybody. everybody. <laughs> I wonder if she used that one doctor that said that, oh, COVID happened because there's demons in us or something. You mean, you mean the one that looked like the professor that from uh, Independence Day? Oh, no, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she looked like a little bit like Hermes from uh, Futurama, but she said like, "Oh, there's oh, demons." Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're 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 putting demons inside of you. Right, right, right. No, but there was also one that they were using that it was Trump's personal physician and the dude. Remember Independence Day? The guy that was played by Dar the, oh, Brent Spy oh, Doctor Oaken. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looked like that. <laughs> he also reminded me of a uh, remember Cannonball Run, that weird doctor that was with. Uh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds and the Dom DeLuise. The one that was constantly drunk and had the eye that went everywhere. And he had that long-ass needle. It's like, hey. And, and Dean Martin's like, um, is that, is that a, what was it called? Um, ethical? And he licks it. Looks, tastes like it. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it. It tastes ethical. But anyway, the State of the Union, mm -hmm. Biden didn't make a lot of good points. And I like at the end mm -hmm. that he was very bipartisan. And he said he wants to work together with them. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't want to work together with them to go towards some bullshit. Yeah. I means basically what he said. He said, we can work together. Right. But cut the bullshit out. Oh, right, right, right. It was pretty much like, I love, you see, this is why I love Dark Biden. You know, like, honestly, I, I wish we had dark Biden the whole time because enough of the bullshit. But he also um, touched on the gun violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, and of course, that fell on, uh, you know, deaf Republican ears. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but second, also, second Amendment. Yep. And uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Oh, uh, the, yeah. yeah. And uh, the debt ceiling crisis as well. well. So, yeah, he really got on their ass about the debt ceiling because mm -hmm. they they keep. What they're trying to do is they're trying to hold it hostage, mm -hmm. especially Kevin McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll raise it, but you got to do X, Y, Z. Which is funny because it shows his hypocrisy in the GOPs because when pr Trump was president, he uh, Kevin McCarthy was quoted about the debt ceiling. He was, oh, we would never not you know, pass the debt ceiling to be raised. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. That that would be an awful way to, to run government. Mm -hmm. He goes... 15 minutes later. <laughs> oh, we can't do that unless there's certain measures that we get passed. You fucking hypocrite. Fucking flip-flopping. Dude, you know what's even more hypocritical? I was watching a clip from, I think it was Fox News or something, and Ted Cruz, you know, Cancun Cruz, mm. was being interviewed, and because and they asked him about, he's put, up a, he's put up a requisition that he wants to put term limits in place for senators to be two terms mm -hmm. and for Congress people to be three terms. Oh, because he wants to drain the swamp. And the reporter goes, but wait, aren't you running for a third term? <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> he goes, as soon as we pass the bill, I won't run again. I'll step down. But until then, I'm going to do what I want to do. What is he, fucking like Ross Perot? I'm back in the race. I'm back in the race. <laughs> now I'm, I'm out of the race. I'm out of the race. Well, no, it's basically showing the hypocrisy of it yeah. all. It's just saying like his, his, dude, his hypocrisy is on full display. He shows mm -hmm. his full ass. Yeah. Just like when they asked him about buying those documents that were found. Oh, we got to prosecute him. Investigate him. Mm -hmm. Look into Hunter's laptop. <laughs> There's that energy when uh when Trump had that do those documents in Mar-a-Lago. No, but then no, but then when uh when they found documents in Pence's house. Yeah. Oh well, you know Mike Pence is such a good man and he's oh, honest. Yeah. I don't think there was any malice behind it. You 
and it's all in the same interview. I'm like, yeah. you son of a bitch. I'm saying, man. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like their lack of self-awareness. That's what's scary about them. Yeah. No, it, it is. He's the biggest piece of garbage, dude. Yeah. And like, they asked him if he's going to run for president again, and he didn't answer it. Like he knows he's gonna lose. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna end up holding fucking Trump's pocket or oh, yeah. or fucking DeSantis's pocket. Good. Michael Michael Dukakis has like a better chance of uh, of running again. <laughs> uh, and he did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, Mike Lindell has a better chance of winning. <laughs> <laughs> and his little his like a body pillows like his running oh, mate. God. Dude, did you, speaking of which, did you see that Mike Lindell actually ran for? Uh, for well, not actually ran. He ran for the RNC uh, president and yeah. lost. He got like five votes. Oh wow! Oh, and he actually did that interview. Remember when I told you that Jimmy Kimmel mm. was daring him to come on, but he had to do it from inside a crane machine at Dave and Buster's. Yep, yep. Guess what he did? Uh, he did it from inside a crane <laughs> machine. <laughs> I was oh like, dude, my. how pathetic are you for attention oh, when God. somebody dares you to do something like that and you fucking actually do well, it? Well, dude, it's this, it's the thing is like these uh these type of politicians. I'm uh, even though it's weird to refer to Lindell as a politician, um, they're shameless. He's a you political simp. Is he, is. he is. He is. He's he's Trump's Joe the Plumber. <laughs> you remember that dude? Yeah. But yeah, but no, he's uh, but they're like him and fucking Cruz. Like they are so desperate for a place at the table yeah. that they'll do anything. They'll like sacrifice. They'll throw their dignity, their families, their people yep. under the bus just so they can hold those belt loops. Well, they just that, and they also just want to be fucking get media attention. Yeah. But speaking of media attention, whores, mm -hmm. and uh, the State of the Union, mm -hmm. fucking Marjorie Trader Green. Before the before the uh, the the address before the State of the Union, she walked around the halls of Congress with, with the, a fucking balloon. Yes, <laughs> that is some gray school shit. And you know what's funny is that she thinks that she's owning the liberals. All she did was look like Pennywise. Right. I was like, oh shit. I, I, somebody, <laughs> somebody watch out for Georgie. <laughs> somebody posted that video, and I went, shit. It's been twenty years, twenty seven years already. Right. Somebody better check on Derry. But how is? <laughs> The, the right doesn't know how to own. Like, how is this an own? How is this a rose? You're just, you just look like an idiot walking around with a balloon. You yeah. look, exactly. How, how is this a slam? Well, that was just like this, this fucking GOP simper commented on one of our videos on TikTok. Uh -huh. And then I replied back to him. He goes, oh, but I made you comment back. I said, you didn't make me do anything. You came here and commented on my video. You right. You went to my house. <laughs> <laughs> you came to my house and talk shit. You think I'm gonna let you fucking sit there and talk shit? Right. Yeah, I replied back to you, you fucking belt loop holding red pill incel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I was like, get back to Reddit, but with all the fucking rest of the simps, dude. <laughs> oh my god. It's yeah. By the way, public service announcement for all you red pill red pill incels, stay on fucking Reddit, dude. I'm saying. <laughs> stay on Reddit. Right. Because your clapback game is awful. You guys clap back to each other in your echo chamber and it's like, yeah, right on, man. You're the fucking funniest. You're the best. You come out in general public and we look at you and go, how sad. How sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> your mom must be very proud of you. <laughs> Ask her. Go upstairs from the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because incels live with their mom. Yep. And see, there's a difference between living with your parents. You know what I, I find funny? The ones mm -hmm. that go, oh, I roommate with my parents. I pay them rent. Oh my God. <laughs> was it grandma's boy? <laughs> yeah, my roommates are going to get me some wheels for my car bed. You mean your parents? <laughs> Only his Nick Schwartz. He slept in the onesie. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's that movie's actually I've never. I didn't watch it until 
two years ago. Yeah. It's okay. I regret not watching it before. It's a good movie, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, it's one of the, it's, it's entertaining. It's a very underrated movie. It is. The reason why is because it's the star of it. It's not a huge, like, star. It's one of uh, Adam Sandler's uh, boys. Yeah, he's Uh, the one that's in every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, um, Alan Covert. Yeah, he played the referee in The Longest Yard that gets hit in the nuts. Right. He also (laughs) played the, um, what was it called? The the creepy stalker, like a co-worker of Run Order Writer and Mr. Deeds. But no, like, it was a movie that was, like, uh, headlined by the Adam Sandler guy. Like, they they had, like, their own movie. It was a Happy Gilmore production. Right. But, dude. My my favorite one in there was Dante. Oh yeah, dude, why are you naked? Holy shit, I am naked. <laughs> hey, hey, he brought that African dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he and he hired a martial arts expert to teach him and his orangutan karate to, to teach the orangutan karate. <laughs> Man, my orangutan's good. He got his black belt already. <laughs> yeah, he bought a fucking lion right. or a tiger, some shit. It was a lion, yeah. Was, and then it, he bought an elephant as like a thing, as like a present for, <laughs> for Alan Covert's character. Dude, he he was fucking funny. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it had a young Jonah Hill in there it as did. one of the testers. Yeah, it, it did. It did. Yeah. It had a young Jonah Hill. There was a couple other uh, before they were stars actors in there. Yeah, actually. yeah. No, it, it was just underratedly funny. Mm-hmm. But anyway, getting back on topic. Yeah. So the State of the Union. Um, the, the GOP tries to come out and say, and a lot of these fucking GOP simps, oh, that the country's in ruin and it's all going downhill. I was like, do you live in the same country I do? Because of two things, the price of eggs and gas. Mm-hmm. And I fucking counterpointed them with that because, well, the price of eggs is due to the uh, avian flu. And some farmers had to kill up to a third of their fucking chickens because they were sick. So that's why the price of eggs went up. Mm-hmm. And secondly... And for some reason, it's an anomaly, but chickens are not laying eggs. They're mm-hmm. just not. And I think it's because of the stress that they're under from all this shit that's going on. Chickens can have stress. Animals can have stress. Yeah. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, the price of gas was because Dumpf, when he was a drumpf, when he was in office, he asked the uh, Saudis and the Russians to not produce any oil uh, until April of 2022, which was only a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's still, there's an effect from it. That and also... If oil was so hard to come by, why are the oil companies, Mobile, Exxon, and all of them, reporting record fucking profits? They, they were making in the billions in profit. Not billions in, in making money, income. They made billions in profit. So much so that I think it was Exxon or Mobile, one of the two, they're doing buybacks on the stock. So that means they're making so much money, they're, trying to, they're taking some of their stock off the public market. So that's how much money they made. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Right, right. But anyway, y'all can keep blaming Biden. It's it's. Well, I mean, like, well, that's always the uh, the go to blame whoever's in office. And even though, like, you know, uh, inflation, gas prices, all that, those take time. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to blame anyone for like those, like the rise of like you know, um, um, eggs and all that. It's Trump. Yeah, blame fucking Colt forty five for that yep. shit. And but so yeah, they, they were talking about the State of the Union, and of course they hit their fucking talking points all mm-hmm. the time, which is Hunter Biden's laptop, the open Such border, a fucking non-issue, the man. open border, and the price of gas and eggs. That's all they got, dude. Yeah. That that horse is not only dead; it's been buried, and they're still beating on it. Right. I, Bro, yeah. there's clips of Matt Gates like from three years ago saying that they had possession of Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. So how come it's taking you this long to still see, fucking check it? See, and that's the thing. Like, it's that whole like, um, you know, what you, it's like they always say like, oh, we have possession of this. Da, 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 da. 
you know yeah. and like just like when trump said like i know everything about iraq and all that it reminds me of those kids we knew back in elementary school that say hey i know news about the new mortal you know new mortal combat 3 you know i got the inside scoop yeah my dad's uncles friends brothers sisters former college roommate yeah <laughs> it, it, it's just elementary school shit and so but yeah like you said if you have his laptop and you have concrete evidence against him, against Biden, so then why don't you present it? Especially since you probably have like a good chance of prosecuting since a lot of like um, these uh, the folks who um, who like pretty much like are in charge of that of that type of thing right. are in your back pockets. Well, I call it the, the key jiggling. Yeah, they go jiggle, 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 so that way you're paying attention to the keys mm-hmm. and not looking at what they're really fucking doing. Mm-hmm. So what they're trying to do is distract people with Hunter Biden's laptop. But the great part is that people aren't falling for it. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to. Uh, distract them with Hunter Biden's laptop, the price of eggs, a Chinese spy balloon, and all this. So behind the scenes, they're fucking trying to do away with Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare, mm-hmm. and and that's what they're trying to do. And as far as like they they want to, they always here's my here's the funny part. Mm-hmm. They always want to talk about the open border mm-hmm. and the fentanyl, mm-hmm. but it, the thing is, is that there are we're at the highest amount of fentanyl seizures they have been. Mm-hmm. But anyway. We're going to talk about that, but we'll be right back. I want to go ahead and take a quick break, and we're going to get into that. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Junior from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report, but don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time, and our other podcast, MIS Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So before we went break, we mentioned about the open border and fentanyl. The funny thing is that they talk about open borders, but right now it's at the highest rate of returning people back. And also the the fentanyl seizures have been up by over 200%. They actually, I've been looking up at it and I've looking at videos. They've gotten in the millions and millions of dollars in uh, fentanyl seizures over the last two years, more than any time. And the funny thing is they talk about the illegals crossing the border with, and that's why the fentanyl is so high. And in actuality, the most of the people that they're catching are U.S. citizens coming in through points of entry trying to smuggle fentanyl into the country. So, so wait a minute. It's not the illegals? That's trying to smuggle all this fentanyl and shit into our borders. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but they're generalizing and saying that it's all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're coming in through the millions and millions. I was like, who are they, fucking fans of The Rock? <laughs> the millions and millions of illegals. Right. But just in case, that was sarcasm, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, but no, like, it's it's funny how this happens. Like, they're always going to be um, quick to blame um, illegal immigrants, uh, you know, and all that. When actuality, all that shit is happening you know, right under their noses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's the, it's the old trope, blame the brown people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because (laughs) was it, there was a a GOP member recently that said, well, yeah, the murder rate is highest it's ever been. But if you, if you discount the black people, then it's really not that high. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Guess we don't matter. (laughs) Oh, if you brought in black it's fine. That's yeah. not really the murder rate. Right. That's, you know, brown on brown crime or black on black crime. Oh, God, dude. I, yeah. I fucking hate that trope, the oh, whole yeah. black on black crime. Seriously, if you say, oh, that's, but what about black on black crime or brown on brown crime? That's a full-blown racist uh, red flag there. Because oh, absolutely. Because it's, it's not black on black. It's not brown on brown. 
It's just crime. It's just Straight crime, yeah. period. Right. I hated that trope even when it first came out, like in the 90s. Oh, it's mm-hmm. black on black crime. Yeah. It, it's still a fucking crime, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? Right. It's, it's, just, it's, it's like calling it, oh, it's blue collar crime, white collar crime. It's no, still a fucking it's still crime. a fucking crime. <laughs> no matter how you literally try to dress it up. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, but. Oh, just like the, a lot of people don't know the difference between manslaughter and, and murder. Yeah. It's like, well, man manslaughter is you did it, but you weren't planning it. Right. Murder is like you knew you were going to. Mm. Simple. It's just that simple. Yeah. But anyway, it's the whole fucking thing, dude. It's like they don't care what happens in the inner cities until mm. it affects them. Absolutely. Yeah. That once it starts affecting the suburbs mm-hmm. and the higher class, then that's when they're worried about it. Until mm-hmm. then, they could give two shits. Mm-hmm. Bro, again, going back to what we said in our previous episode, when there's more days, when there's less days in the month than there have been mass shootings, mm-hmm. there's a fucking problem, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. But going back to what we were talking about, fentanyl. Bro, we were, I was having a debate with somebody, and I think, uh, me personally, again, you could call this a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the reason why politicians keep talking about fentanyl but not doing anything about it mm-hmm. is because they don't care. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as that. But the reason why they want to stop it, the reason why they want to stop it, because it's made in fucking f- illegal factories and mm-hmm. it's made in somebody's fucking garage. Mm-hmm. It's not made by big pharma because they're not talking about stopping to use fentanyl here right. because there are big pharma companies that you prescribe fentanyl. Mm-hmm. You can get fentanyl in a patch because it's what it is. It's a pain. It's a painkiller. Mm-hmm. It's an opiate. It's kind of similar to like Vicodin, mm-hmm. on a, but on a higher. It's like Vicodin on steroids. Which is scary because yeah. Vicodin itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Quick story. One time I busted up my ankle. Uh-huh. It was so bad that it was like purple all the way up to my knee. Uh-huh. And they, I went to the hospital and they gave me Vicodin. Yeah. I took one. Yeah. I took one. I didn't take any more of them because I was in bed shivering and felt like I was going to throw up. Yeah. I was like, and I literally said, people want to feel like this on purpose? No. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck, totally. Because I remember back in high school when I uh, injured my knee. Yeah. I was prescribed a Vicodin. However, we didn't uh, we didn't pick anything up. I didn't take any of it. No, yeah, yeah, uh, because um, I felt like oh, I don't need it. Like you know, well, I'll just recover like the old fashioned way. But every like you know, remember, I went to school in Scottsdale, right? So when I told people that I was prescribed a Vicodin for my injury, you they're like, do? yeah, yeah, exactly. They had like, can the, I have them? Right. It, it reminded <laughs> me that I swear to God, like. Their reaction was like, remember in American Dad when um, Stan was addicted to crack? Yeah. And like those crack pipes were in his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, Fucking Vicodin pills right in their <laughs> eyes. But uh, what was it called? But yeah, all like, you know, these rich kids were like, oh, can you sell me some? Can you sell me some? But like you said, why do you want to feel like that? I don't know, dude. Yeah. It's like, it, it's kind of like the people that take Adderall. Yeah. Like, you know, Adderall's for ADHD, right? Right, right, right. And people will take it. Because it's a speed. Right. It's, they need that boost and everything. Exactly. It, like, it was like, I remember like, you know, in college hearing about that. Yeah. Like a lot of people will use it because they had to like, you know, cram for exams well, and everything. Well, and what they don't understand is that you get fucking hooked on that. It's, oh, yeah. It, you get hooked on it. See, that, see, that's why I'm glad I did not take the Vicodin because who knows what would happen. Dude. I, yeah. I'm telling you, I took one and it, and then like. I had a couple of injuries where they would prescribe to me like they were Tic Tacs, uh, oxycodone, oxycodone mm-hmm. which is a generic version of oxycotton. It's fucking, it's another high dose, you know, uh, controlled substance painkiller. Yeah. And they gave it to me, and I took a couple of them, and I was like, I can't do this shit, yeah. dude. I was like, I can't walk around in a haze all fucking day. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't smoke pot for a reason. Right. And the fucked up part is that 
They just give it out to people. And the reason why is because the big pharmaceutical companies make money off of that. Mm -hmm. And that's what they all, it's all about. It's the profit for the fucking pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of the fucking politicians don't crack down on uh, fucking uh, controlled substances, you mm -hmm. know. But going, I have a similar story to you. When I got hurt and I was prescribed oxycodone, I had a neighbor at the time and he found out about it. Mm -hmm. and he's like, yo. Are you gonna use them? <laughs> I'm like, are you gonna eat that? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's pretty much. He goes, I'll give you five dollars a pill. Yeah. I'm like, how about you get away from me, you crackhead? Right. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out that of was, here. That was my reaction to the kids in my school and everything. Can you sell me some? Can you sell me some? Fuck off! I'm not a dealer. I was like, <laughs> so you want me to fucking deal control substance to you so I can get locked up? Right. Right. F fuck off. I'm one of the few <laughs> black people in this school. I am not gonna. <laughs> Uphold a stereotype for you jackoffs. <laughs> they'll get me twice. It was, oh, wait, you're black, Latino, and, and selling, selling drugs? Oh, selling drugs to rich white kids? Yep. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> it was way to fit the stereotype, I'm, Jay. I'm sane. <laughs> so that's why I'm glad I never took it. I never sold it. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was like the time. I'm, I'm not going to mention who the actor's name is, but we were at a horror convention mm -hmm. and an actor who shall not be named that stars in horror movies as a big, large serial killer. I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, well, mass killer, mass murder. Anyway, yeah. point is, he walks up to me, the only brown person over there. He goes, hey, do you know where I can get some Coke? <laughs> I was like... I'm offended on many levels, bro. I was like, do I look like I fucking do coke? And second, why? Because I'm brown? Right. Fuck off. And, I was and, like, and, coke is a white person's drug. Get the hell out of here. I remember that. And I'm like, <laughs> you're in Arizona. Why? You could just go to Scottsdale and they could point you in the right direction. Dude. And, and again, it's going back to the opioid crisis. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's fucking, and it's not even in the inner city, which makes me laugh because they talk about all this inner city shit. Yeah. A lot of the opioids, like I'm talking about like Oxycontin and shit like that. Yeah. That people in Vicodin, that's yeah. a suburban fucking drug. Oh, dude. totally. Yeah. Same thing with ecstasy. But like the thing is, is that the reason why those inner city, the inner city uh, areas get affected by drugs is because they're being funneled up by you know the white collar folks yeah. and so yeah those um what's it called those epidemics like you know we're talking about like you know you know crack and all that was it didn't come out of the inner city it was from the higher ups that that funneled all that shit into yeah, there yes and no because crack what happened was and because i lived through the era when fucking crack became a thing in the mm. 80s mm. it was a cheap way for drug dealers, because cocaine was the biggest thing in, in the 80s, huge. Yeah. Cocaine and heroin. But a lot of the inner city drug dealers, when they found out how to make crack, because crack was what you do is you take a kilo of coke and you could turn it into fucking three kilos of crack mm -hmm. and you can make three times the money off it, the same amount. It was cheaper and easier to produce. Exactly. And make, yeah. But when they mix shit with baby laxative and, mm. and fucking rat poison, what the fuck oh. is wrong with you, dude? Right, right. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> dude, that's like somebody once, when I was younger offered me acid uh -huh. and I'm like, wait, isn't that made from like formaldehyde, the shit they put in dead people? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, some of it. I'm like, oh, Okay, well, how about no? <laughs> how about because okay. I, I felt like right. I felt like that fucking TikTok song. Or or hear me out. Mm. You go fuck yourself, <laughs> and I keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the '80s because it, here's the twisted irony of the whole fentanyl situation. Right. So, do you remember the Chicago Tylenol murders? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dude, it was a dude or a woman that wanted to kill their significant other. Yeah. So they were poisoning fucking Tylenol yeah. in pharmacies so they could say, oh, well, it's, yeah. it's it was the Tylenol. Yeah. So back in 1982, it was around like uh, September, October of 1982, um, the, basically somebody who, by the way, was never caught. Never caught. They never kept, caught them. Um, they would um, they would lace Tylenol, uh, Tylenol with potassium cyanide. Right. And seven people died in the original poisons. And then came several, like, uh, more deaths due to copycats. Right. And so that, you know, coincidentally, that was in New York City. That was yep. going on as well. Uh, it started in Chicago, but then it made its way to, uh, well, I remember to New York. Yeah. Um, but here's the fuck. Well, fuck, that's the that's the reason why medication started having that aluminum seal on the inside. Right. And, yeah. like, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The um, well, they would put the plastic on the outside, right? Yeah, because yeah. before that, you just bought it. It was easily tampered, was, and yeah. you and you would not know if it was tampered or not. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, but here's the twisted irony about this: we're living in the area in the era of like revival television and movies, Cobra Kai, Night Court. So somebody decided to, hey, let's reboot the Chicago Tunnel murderers. <laughs> with fentanyl. <laughs> with fentanyl. <laughs> no, and you're right. That's what they're doing. They're lacing mm. other drugs with fentanyl, yeah. and they're killing people. Yeah. Because, again, it's cutting in. Because apparently fentanyl, the, they call it a synthetic opioid, that it's easier and cheaper to produce. So they're producing it and mixing it into things like heroin and cocaine and shit like that. And it's killing people because they're overdosing on it without even knowing. Mm. You know, And they're... They, there's an urban legend, I don't know how true it is, I really didn't look into it, where they're putting it like on tissues and stickers and shit like that, mm-hmm. and when people go to pick them up and grab them, it goes in through their pores and it's poisoning them and killing them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. That kind of sounds very Reagan-era conspiracy theory. Right, right. Yeah. You know? Oh, speaking of that, you know, that's why they made crack, according, <laughs> according to conspiracy theories. The CIA created crack to kill people in the inner city. I mean, and they didn't want to start fighting it until it went into the suburbs. And they're like, "Oh, wait, 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 wait! No, we didn't want white people to die. Right? right. <laughs> we, we didn't mean white people to die from this." Honestly, I'm not really. Uh, I don't really go for like conspiracy theories and all that. But honestly, that one sounds a lot more probable. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I like to laugh at conspiracy theories. Yeah. You want to know the weirdest conspiracy theory I heard when I was a kid growing up in the '80s? It was there was a a, a pop, a soda, a cola, whatever you want to call it, depending on where you're from. It. Uh, it, it was called Jumbo. The, the, the brand name was called Jumbo. And the reason why they sold so much of it in the inner city is because they were selling it for like half the cost of regular uh, soft drinks like Pepsi, Coke, and all that. So literally half the cost. Right. So when you're a broke kid in the inner city, that's what you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they started an urban legend saying that that was uh, created by the government to population control in the inner city, that it was making people sterile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so people wouldn't have more kids in the inner cities as far as like blacks and right. and minor and blacks brown right. and other minorities to, to not have other kids so they were sterilizing them using jumbo cola <laughs> again this is the cia we're talking about and inner city and everything like honestly like you know the government and the cia they've always used the inner city as yeah. like their own fucking petri dish their my, own yeah, yeah their my, own their own uh laboratory my name's michael weston I used to be a spy. I poison your coke to make you sterile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. But anyway, getting back to what we're saying. So fentanyl seizures are up by over 200%. But the GOP is using that as an excuse. And I heard uh, fucking five times a loser, Bobert, because mm-hmm. she failed her GED five times. Uh, I think, they, like I said, I think they gave it to her as a gimme. He was like, all right, listen. They just wanted to get the hurt the fuck just out. Here, like, bro. Here. <laughs> We feel sorry for you. Yeah, so she she was talking about how 
fentanyl seizures are up by 200% because of Biden's open border. Wait, what? <laughs> the fuck are you stupid? So they're they're saying there's an open border, but then they're complaining that fentanyl seizures are up. Right. So they're complaining that the border patrol is actually doing their job, even though they said they're not doing the jobs. Yeah, exactly. So so w- w- again, which is it? And and again, this is the stupid flip flopping, the contradictory that they keep doing. But they'll say like you know they'll say one thing and then another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing that then they leak it onto social media, and then these fucking idiots repeat it. They go, you you go, oh, they go open border. I go, well, fentanyl seizures are up by two hundred percent. Yeah, that's because of the open border. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. I was, I just remember <laughs> I was about to say and everything, but um, this remind this is like the constant flip flopping that they do. They say one thing and the other, and they both contradict themselves. For example, they always say, like, oh, Biden, he's senile, he's old, doddering, he doesn't know where he is, blah, blah, blah. But then they'll call him a mastermind, saying, like, oh, he's pulling all the <laughs> yes. strings in the shadows. That makes me laugh yeah. so Which hard. Which is it? Is he, like, you know, Grandpa Simpson or Mr. Burns? Oh, he can't <laughs> ride a bicycle. He falls up the stairs. He can't even speak. But he is a criminal mastermind that controls the world. <laughs> You're like, giving him too much credit. I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. So it's Homer Simpson and Dr. Evil together. Okay, you know, the, you know <laughs> and that's a self-own on the Republicans that try to like bring him down. You, you know, you're, you're just making him sound like a badass by yeah. saying that, oh, he's like pretending to be like, you know, absent-minded, yeah. but he's actually on top of everything. You're making him sound like Columbo. Well, well <laughs> actually, they're making him sound like, uh, what is it, uh, the nose, the, the nose, it was a mafia boss mm-hmm. back when it was the Gambino crime family. Oh, are you talking about the guy that he would walk around the neighborhood in like in his, a bathrobe? In his bathrobe, right, acting like, like a senile old man. Right, right. Acting like, basically acting like Uncle Junior exactly. from uh, Sopranos. Yep. Yeah. So that way he can get away with fucking committing yeah. all his crimes. That's right, exactly right. who. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny, dude. It's just funny. But anyway, the reason why I brought up also the open border because there's a young GOP member. Oh, excuse me. Not, I apologize. A young uh, left-wing fucking progressive Gen Zer that just got elected into office mm-hmm. and he is fucking owning them. Oh, absolutely. And it's hilarious. It's Maxwell and I'm no I'm gonna forget his last name. No, that is his last name. Yeah, Maxwell Alejandro Frost. Which That's it. by the way, that is such a fucking badass it's name. So, Maxwell Frost. It is Alejandro <laughs> well Maxwell Alejandro Frost. Yeah. Kind of sounds like a fucking early nineties uh New Jack fucking swing oh musician. totally like with tony tony tone and everything yep i see him ladies at- and gentlemen open up for tony tony tone and maxwell frost <laughs> <laughs> it actually it actually sounds like a uh a uh hero in a and a uh original nintendo video game like <laughs> maxwell frost and it's like a side scrolling shoot him game <laughs> but yeah. we're saying you have a badass name <laughs> well the reason the reason why i wanted to talk about him is because again he is the first gen z mm-hmm. politician to be a Uh, elected into congress but we're gonna get into that right after this break we'll be right back hey guys this is jesse from make it a combo thanks for listening to the minorities report but don't forget to listen to our podcast make it a combo where we watch movies and have fun also make sure you check out am i slut hosted by andrea where she gets down to the nitty-gritty of people's sex life and we're back. Thank you guys for continue hanging out with us. So before we went on break, I had mentioned the name of Maxwell Alejandro Frost. I'm gonna do it like a tele, like a, a Telemundo reporter. <laughs> I, I'm Maxwell Alejandro Frost. Like that reporter from Married to Children. <laughs> yes. This is Gabriela. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and that's every fucking Latino news reporter. Yeah. Reporting to you live from New York. I'm Alejandro Guzman. 
Like, damn, dude, that shit was hard. <laughs> oh, but he is a new member of Congress. He is a freshman Congress person out of New York. Well, no, excuse me, out of Florida. I apologize, out of Florida. He just gives me that New York energy. That's why I thought it was. He's actually the child of a Cuban immigrant. And a black man, so he is biracial like yourself. Mm. Yeah, it's actually the same biracial, Latino woman, black right. man. Right, right. Uh, but he is fucking. He's kicking all kinds of ass. He was he was in a committee, and there were two border patrol officials there, high ranking border patrol officials, and some GOP cong- uh, congressman. I don't know who it was some mm. fucking simp. He was sitting there talking about oh the open borders and we got to do this and we got to do that. Blah blah blah. The same old fucking you know song and dance. Mm. And he goes, I just want to make sure I got this right of what my my fellow congressman said, and he he makes him repeat it. Okay, good. All right, good then. And he goes, so let me ask you something to the officials of the border patrol. So when President Biden was elected, did you stop enforcing the, the laws and policies <laughs> and, and just left the border open to anybody walk in? Yeah. They're like, well, no, we, we still do our job. We still enforce, you know, regulations and standards. We right. still do that. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. Thank you. He asked that one. Then he goes to the other one. So let me ask you something. He goes, same <laughs> question. He goes, did you just one day just stop, you know, enforcing the laws and, and just allowing people to walk in? And he goes, well, no, I've been here. I've been on the border patrol since the Clinton administration. Right. And no, we still follow the same standards and we haven't changed anything. And it was, Oh, mm. okay. Thank you. So, yeah. and long story short, he kind of said, he kind of said, so what you're saying is these motherfuckers are full of shit. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, they spent billions and billions on fear mongering to build this fucking wall that they've obviously got kickbacks on. And if for no reason, because the same policies are being fucking done. You know, what they need to do is find the root of the problem. He, he His story was, what we need to do is find the root of the problem and try to fix it there. You know, they're illegal and legal people the same. Because what people try to call illegals are like refugees. Refugees are not here illegally, dude. Right. They're not here illegally. They are refugees. That means they're, they're running from something mm-hmm. that is harming them and may kill them. They're trying to find, you know, sanctuary. Yeah. That old chestnut. Well, and he is actually the first Gen Z pub, yeah. uh, elected official. Right. And I'm here for it. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, seeing him, like, you know, making, you know, making those moves, like, you know, fighting for the people and and all that and the fact that he's a Gen Zer, this is what is needed in Congress. Yeah. New Congress needs new blood. Oh, we absolutely. need young voices. So with him and AOC in there and everything, I mean like that that just shows like, you know, we're slowly but surely progressing. And you know the thing is is that they're going to, like, you know, the GOP, the old guard and everything, they're going to try to shut them up. They tried to shut up AOC. Did hence, not work. Hence on old. Exactly. <laughs> but, um... Well, he, not hence on old. Yeah, yeah you know what hence, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, um... But Maxwell's story is a very inspiring one. Um, yep. Because he was actually put up for adoption. Um, so, because his uh, biological mother was a victim of the system. Uh, she was, you know... She was a, a Cuban refugee. Right. And, but like, you know, when she was pregnant, like, you know, she was caught up in a cycle of like, you know, drugs, crime and violence. Right. And she wanted a better life for her soon to be um, born child. Yep. And so she had to make the difficult decision to put him up for adoption. Well, and she didn't have a relationship with his father either. Right. Yeah. And so, but, um, and because of that, you know, and everything that, she, you know, that inspired him 
to like help the people to do something yep. so that way um you know future generations don't happen to him what happened you know happened to like what happened to him his biological mother and people in that similar situation so that's something that a lot of the people in congress are missing is the fact they uh you know is the fact humanity human well not just humanity but he was in the shoes of the folks that they're trying to you know that the you know the congress is supposedly trying to help he was he's from that life and he was able to like um Make, you know, he was able to work his ass off and yeah. get to the point where he's able to help. No, it, yeah. and you're exactly right. Like he came from a, a a rough background as far as where he was born. He was adopted. He he didn't grow up rich, but mm-hmm. he he had an adopted family that took care of him. And he actually, I heard, I I think I read it right in 2017. Mm-hmm. He reconnected with his birth mother. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing story, and it's cool, and I'm here for it. Like I said, he's a Gen Zer. Gen, honestly, the 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 boomers and the what do you call them, ex boomers, mm-hmm. which. I'm so disappointed to see that there's Generation X people that fucking side with the boomers. They're fucking so stupid. Oh, my God. Dude, well, the, the fucking think, brainwashing and, um, and uh, what's it called? Um, what do they call it? Not grooming. Well, maybe it's grooming. Well, it is grooming. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is grooming. Yeah. And, but the thing is, my, my thing is that the I think it's the older Gen Xers, the one that were close to being boomer age. Those are the ones because what and also the the affluent ones, because it, there was a fucking joke. That, well, actually, I was having a discussion and it was basically, I used to work back in the day mm-hmm. for an old Jewish man. Mm-hmm. And when he had a business, and what he would do is he would only do business with other Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Like, so keep the money within the community. Mm-hmm. Where in Latinos is once they make their money, they're like, fuck you. I made it on my own. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And do, oh, yeah, yeah. do it on your own. Yeah. And I'm not saying all of them, but it's mostly like that. Mm-hmm. There was a video I saw the other day, and it kind of holds true. And it says... Every every Latino after they make over fifty thousand dollars and they turn into like fucking Republican simp's, mm-hmm. and it's true because they get this thing in their head that somebody's gonna come and take their money. Mm-hmm. Like I I know a friend that was one of my best friends growing up. Actually, mm-hmm. he was my best friend growing up, mm-hmm. and as an adult, he he became a police officer. He was in law enforcement for twenty plus years and then retired. He retired in his forties. Good for him. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But now he's a simping Trump supporter because they have it ingrained in his head that, and keep in mind, this is a kid who grew up on welfare, food stamps, public assistance, you know, lived in a section eight housing. But now all of a sudden, because he has money, oh, these poor people need to go to work and get their shit together. I'm like, motherfucker, you grew up on public assistance. Completely. Now, now he's moved. He's, he's because he made his money. Yeah. Well, he's now, now he's uh, used that money to move into that ivory tower. Oh yeah. No, no. He he totally George Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, these motherfuckers need to find work. But that is so fucking disheartening to see like a. A childhood friend um do a heel turn like that yeah dude. basically forget everything that where they came from and have that very out of touch outdated viewpoint yep. on things well and yeah. again it goes back to them making money now maxwell frost being a gen zer because going back to my point mm-hmm. where gen z is about making change yeah. they don't want to become rich they want to live comfortable mm-hmm. and they want to help other people that are coming up behind them. Mm-hmm. Are there Gen Zers that probably simp for the GOP? Absolutely. You see them on fucking YouTube all the fucking time. Yeah, they're parrots. Yeah, just yeah. like I think Nick Fuentes. I think he's a Gen Z, but he's yeah. he's he's an anti-Semitic bigot racist. But yeah, yeah. that's a different... Sounds like the GOP in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, if, if he was part of the Jews will not replace this kind of crowd. Right. 
But the thing is that the, the majority of Gen Z, they want to elect all these old ass people out. Mm-hmm. And what, what the GOP doesn't realize is they keep catering towards that older crowd because they're old themselves, most of them. Right, right. They're, they're, they're fucking going towards that older crowd. When Guess what? Those people that are in the 70s and 80s, they ain't gonna be around maybe in four or five years. And it's funny you mention that because, like, they're key, like you said, they're catering to the crowd. At the same time, the GOP is trying to cut off the resources, you know, to help that crowd, like, you know, stay alive for a couple yeah. more years by, what? you know, trying to cut off, like, you know, Medicare. social security, Medicare, and everything. So you're killing your own constituents, hoping they'll they'll be the lifeblood of your infrastructure. <laughs> well, How fucking backwards is that? And the thing is, there's the the GOP is so old, mm-hmm. the majority of them. And the even the younger ones were raised by older boomers and shit. Mm. They don't know how to relate to younger people. Right. Those are your future voters, dude. Yeah. You know, they think that the parents... Funny thing is that most conservative parents raise liberal kids. Mm. Uh, point, case in point, somebody we know, both of us know, mm-hmm. they have five siblings, right? Well, they have four siblings. There's them and four, four of the siblings. Mm-hmm. And they were raised by a conservative father who actually has his own conservative podcast. Mm-hmm. And all five siblings are liberal. Oh, yeah. And that's what people don't understand. Your kid may be conservative and you may force them to believe that way. Mm-hmm. But once they get out into the real world, their viewpoints are probably going to change. And, you know, it's funny. And I'm glad that you brought up relatability because that's... See, um, that's why Bill Clinton mm-hmm. and Barack Obama were able to win, were able to become president. Because <laughs> that's why people said Bill Clinton was the first black president. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> dude, let me tell you, you play sax on the Arsenio Hall show, you black. You play sax on the Arsenio Hall show and you go to a Southern black Baptist church. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Know? <laughs> See, they were they were very relatable because you know Bill, like you know, playing the saxophone on the Arsenio yeah. Hall. Obama, like you know, talking about his March Madness picks and everything. It has a sweet jump shot. Oh, totally. Oh my God, that jump shot, man. Let me tell you. I don't know. Did you see the clip of him? He was going to a Biden rally to speak. Yeah. And it was he had to walk through a basketball court. They yeah. threw him the ball, and from the fucking three-point line on the right side he just swished it dude that was some larry bird shit right there (laughs) and he turned around and goes that's just what i do exactly yeah (laughs) that relatability is why they were able to become successful no exactly and and uh maxwell is no different because he is open about about um his childhood right about the um the obstacles that his uh, birth mother went through, that yep. his adoptive parents went through, that his grandma went through. And uh, that's another awesome thing about him is that he's very open about how much he loves his grandma. Right. And, um, but he also, um, you well, know, like, but he also, like, you know, talks about, like, his interests, like, you know, how he's a Harry Styles fan, that he loves watching Avatar The Last Airbender. That's what got me. <laughs> it was like, you got my vote for that alone. Um, <laughs> Are you telling me they got the first weeb in Congress? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know how like one of his favorite movies is Prince of Egypt. So a lot of these like, you know, cool pop culture things he's open about. Yeah. That's relatability. You're showing that you are of the people. And that's, and that's like been the biggest difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Democrats are open about like their interests outside of politics. Republicans seem to always be like only politics and that's it. And they shut off from other things. Well, they, they show their interests, guns. Yeah. You know, the, the fucking Lauren Boebert was all up her own ass because uh, somebody, a Congress, a Democratic congressperson uh, proposed mm-hmm. where a rule, a sanction where committee members in a committee could not come in with a firearm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she lost her shit about that. Yeah. That she's passionate about. Well, what about the hungry people in your, in your, uh, 
in your state. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, they need to get to work. They need to pull themselves up I, by their bootstraps. I feel like the people that are suffering in her, um, in her, uh, her, her state, in district. Her state, it's a district. I was, yeah, that was the way I was looking for. I think they should just disguise themselves as guns so she'll actually <laughs> give a shit about them. Like, dress in like full on, like, mascot costumes of like, you know, Berettas and like, you know, heck, and uh, what's it called? And Glocks. Right. And she's like, oh my God, somebody get this gun some food. Dude, she's fucking ridiculous. They all right. are. I mean, come on. There's every right. single one of them. See, there yeah. was a dude when Biden, when Biden had said during the State of the Union that they were trying to take away your your uh, Social Security. Yeah. And there was some dude, I forget his name. He's sitting there with a face going like, what? What? Are you yeah. crazy? What? Yeah. What? And there's actually a video clip of him at a, at a rally for himself saying that he was going to propose to get rid of social security yeah. literal words coming out of his mouth right. and then he when biden says it, he's like what what are you crazy wait i never said that <laughs> it's like dude the one you said it on video and two the internet's forever mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of these gop members don't get the the fucking internet's forever i never said that let's go to the and like i felt like warner, warner wolf let's go to the videotape you don't mm. remember warner wolf god i'm showing my age warner <laughs> wolf long story short warner wolf was his uh sportscaster in new york uh-huh. he was a uh, like the you know night nearly news sport guy mm. and he, every time he would say something he goes let's go to the videotape and, oh and they would okay. show the clip the highlight right right and it was like damn that's I, a deep cut right he there, was man. like i never said that let's go to the, the videotape video. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, so funny that they, there was actually a congressman, mm-hmm. uh, you said his name on the last episode, that he spoke after AOC when they wanted to remove Ilhan Omar from the uh, the, the Committee for International Affairs. He, go, he goes, oh, well, my fellow congressperson said they didn't, they, they didn't say this. Watch this. And he pulls yep. up their tweet on a big old board, <laughs> like kind of like Katie, what's her name? Katie, uh, the, the Senate, the, the congressperson from California, oh, Katie uh, Porter. Yeah. He pulled out a big ass fucking printout. He goes, "Look, you said it right there in your tweet." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you said you didn't say this. Well, here's another one." <laughs> it's like <laughs> again, conservatives don't know about receipts. It's but yeah, but you know, it's but this this shows a very huge contrast. You have Maxwell Frost. Maxwell Frost. Yeah, that's like, what we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah, um, but no, the reason that I'm bringing that up is because a young, bright. Um, full of energy, wants to help the people. He's one of like the most outspoken voices in the Democratic Party. And what does the Conservative Party have? Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Just think about that contrast right there. Well, and that's the funny thing. Like they show a picture of the of the um, Congress mm-hmm. and Senate for the Democrats. It's a multitude of different races. It, it, it looks like America. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you show the GOP, it's like, look, see, we have a black guy and we have a Mexican. We have them. Right. Ooh. Right. It's like that clip of Sean Hannity where he's holding like this town hall. Yeah. He goes, that's what I love about the new GOP, the diversity. Yeah. It's like, bro, you're saying that in a room full of white people. Right. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's about as diverse as the cast of Friends. Well, they think that having a woman is being diverse. Yeah. And speaking of that, before we go back to Maxwell Frost, I saw this thing where I, I, I highlighted this clip because people were talking about how uh, the GOP this and that. I was like, dude, they don't even want women to to have rights. And I go, oh, yeah, right. they never said that. I have literal clips of GOP members saying that women shouldn't even have the right to vote mm-hmm. because because they they make decisions with their emotions. Mm-hmm. And just, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, women are too emotional to vote. Wow, did they forget when Brett Kavanaugh was losing his shit? I like, like beer. I like beer. Oh my! God. <laughs> Is that so wrong? I like beer. 
Yeah, and it was it's the same thing with uh, Jesse. What's his face? That fucking looks like a a villain from every '80s college movie. Jesse Waters. From oh Fox. yeah. He he came out and said that we need to get these women married because women vote liberal because they're single. Once they get married, they start voting conservative. So we need to get these girls married. Oh my god! It it, it really is so fucking cringing to see a dude, especially a cis white male, oh yeah, try to make overgeneralized statements about women. Dude, when minorities and women support the GOP, mm-hmm. it boggles my mind how they do it. Mm-hmm. How they do it? I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand how they do it. It's uh, what's it called? It's the grooming. Honestly, it's um, they're basically like you know, families can like pretty much like, indoctrinate like you know what their kids think about and everything yeah and like you know what it's they've always you know and it said like you know hate isn't um born it's taught oh absolutely yeah yeah just like i I also found a clip of saying the same thing that women shouldn't vote by uh comedy central rose favorite punching bag and coulter yeah saying the same thing Mm -hmm. dude if you haven't seen the Comedy Central roast of who was it? It was Rob Lowe, but it became the Ann Coulter roast. <laughs> Bro, dude, they hit on her so hard that she had this look on her face yeah. like, "Stop talking about me." Actually, I, I read some really cool. <laughs> I read some really funny tea about that roast. Uh, so one of the writers, I think it was uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, one of the writers of the roast, right? said that. Um, we uh, wanted to give like some material to Ann Coulter, some de- self-deprecating, funny humor, sort of way to like humanize her. Yeah. Like, uh, cause like you know they did the same with um, Martha Stewart when yeah. she was at Snoop Dogg roast and yeah, she fucking yeah. killed. Oh, she, she killed fu- it. Yeah. She killed it. Yeah. And so um, they uh, decided to like uh, you know try to like have the same approach with Ann Coulter because like you know she has that negative um, public uh, perception. Yeah. But she didn't want to go through with it. She didn't want to make fun of herself. She wanted to plug her book. It was that Trump ass kissing book. <laughs> and, you mean every GOP book written ever? Right. It was like, and but yeah. So she bombed horribly. You know how like you know why there's no a lot of there's not a lot of conservative comedians because they ain't funny. Exactly. So she tried to do like conservative comedy, and it went out like a fart in church. Well, see, here's the thing: most conservative comedians they try to make fun of liberals instead of like you said self-deprecating making fun of themselves and telling funny story about themselves right, right. because the best comedians are the ones that fucking crack on themselves oh yeah like, like titus chris yeah. rock chris rock made a whole entire sitcom about how he got his ass kicked as a kid everybody hates, hates chris, chris. <laughs> you know that's some self-deprecation you go eh, you know who hated me everybody right <laughs> uh, you know who really got it hard on that same roast was pete davidson but he took it well, he yeah. rolled with it oh yeah, See, yeah that yeah. was some dark shit when they talked about his father yeah his uh, as you know as you uh as some of you may or may not know like you know pete davidson's uh, father is one of the first responders of 9 11 yeah yeah but like you said like he rolled with it well because with a with a background like that coming from tragedy and um, having to go through the recovery of that, yeah, you got to try to find some humor. Well, in uh, that. he 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 became very depressed, and he 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 admits that he's mentally ill, and he fucking even jokes about that about yeah. being mentally ill, yeah, and how much pot he smokes because of it. Mm-hmm. But my favorite joke from that roast was again on Ann Coulter. He goes, "Pete Davidson is he black? Is he white?" Ann Coulter needs to know so she she can decide if she hates him or not. <laughs> I love that one joke. Um, I think it was by um, Nikki Glaser where she says, like, Ann Coulter wrote 11 books, 12 if you count Mein Kampf. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Dude, Nikki Glaser's actually really funny. Dude. She is. She's, absolutely. she's really funny. I, I hate the old trope about, like, oh, the fe- there's no female, uh, there's no funny female comedians. I beg to differ. Oh, absolutely. There have always been funny female comedians. It's just that the patriarchy pretty much yep. tries to silence 
against them. Well, even now, there are some brilliant female comedians. They're fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even Tina Fey. Tina Fey was the head writer for SNL when it was good. Yeah. You know, when it was good. And that's that is a major, major accomplishment because SNL has always been a boys club. It's been like one of the yeah. most misogynistic places on earth. Like as um Well, aren't there head yeah. writers right now, Colin Yost and uh yeah. and uh Michael Shea? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that if they ever remove them from Weekend Update, Weekend Update's dead. Yeah. They're the best ever. I would say there. they're the best, um best since uh what was it called? Best Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Um, well, Kevin oh no, and Annie and uh, was it uh, Annie? What's her face from Parks and Rec? Oh, um, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Tina when they Fey. did it together. Norm Macdonald, in my opinion, was one of the best, one yeah. of the best anchors. Like he, his his dry delivery and his recurring jokes about like David Hasselhoff, and Frank Stallone, Simpson. and OJ. That's actually what got him fired. Was the OJ Simpson joke? Yeah, because um, what was it called? The um, the the uh, head like you know head of uh, I think it was like NBC and everything were mm-hmm. friends with like um, with OJ and he said like they said like you know stop making OJ jokes and Norman's like nah no. I'm gonna keep doing it so they tried to they <laughs> he's tr- looking at him make so, me <laughs> so they fired him and they tried to smear him saying like oh we just didn't find him funny I was like okay he's been on the show for several seasons yeah and now, now all of a sudden you don't, you don't find him funny, funny. yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was good at it the worst one had to be Dennis Leary uh, not Dennis Leary Dennis Dennis Miller. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, making those fucking references that nobody fucking gets. Man, I, man, I haven't been this uh, this distraught since Parliament. Yeah, he goes. It hasn't been that big a massacre since Pharisee. Fuck for like, dude. Nobody fucking gets that, bro. <laughs> he, they brought they brought that into. He brought that into Monday Night Football. Yeah. Remember, remember that season when yep. he ho- when he was like a yeah, commentator. The, yeah, that was weird. No, dude, it's like they he tried to be too intellectual with his comedy. Right. So and use such vague historical references that. People are like I don't I don't, well, I don't know. Well, I, don't I remember that. I remember hearing a story. Um, Sinbad when he uh, he told this story about he was on Star Search and yeah. he was competing against Dennis Miller. Oh God! And Dennis Miller thought of himself as like you know the top tier god tier comic because he's of uh, being an intellectual. Yeah. Until Sinbad beat him in Star Search. Oh, Star Search. That's the <laughs> yeah. OG America's Got Talent. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I feel like Peter Griffin when I see Dennis Leary doing stand up. Mm-hmm. What? Somebody throw a pie. (laughs) You're not funny, dude. I was like, I don't man, this is about as like convincing as when Jethro Bodine moonlighted as a narc. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of celebrities roasting each other, you were talking about Adrian Curry. Oh yeah. The the irrelevant uh, America's next top model contestant. Oh yeah, the the Z lister. Yeah, yeah. The Z lister. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, so just recently, um, as you know, the Last of Us TV show launched, and it's been kicking ass. Um, re- um, critical review, um, you know, critical acclaim, all that. Yeah. So you, I saw a meme real quick. I saw a meme about that. Yeah. And they said by 2050, every TV show is going to be Pedro Pascal taking a gifted child on a journey. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I heard he killed it on SNL. I haven't watched. Oh, that. he was amazing. But anyway, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to what you're so, saying. So yeah. So um, on the show, um, as you, uh, Mel- uh, hopefully I pronounced her name correctly, but Melanie uh, Linsky. Uh, Linsky. Sure. Uh, yeah. I sorry if I butcher your name there. Um, you know her as uh, Rose from Two and a Half Men. She was also in Coyote Ugly, Heavenly Creatures, but I'm a cheerleader. So she's always been an underrated actress. She's fucking phenomenal in everything that she's in. So, and she was also in that show uh, Yellow Jackets. 
And so never heard of that one. I heard good things about it. I haven't watched it yet, but heard good things. So she's guest starring on uh, The Last of Us. She's playing uh, the leader of a um, group in Kansas City um, who are running the QZ after th- uh, overthrowing uh, Fedra Got and everything. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, you know, resistance type of um, leader. Mm-hmm. And. You know, she's killing it as usual on that show. She's kicking ass and everything. Um, and the thing is, is that her character wasn't um, wasn't in the games. She was like made for the show. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, fucking Adrian Curry goes on Twitter and starts body shaming her, saying like, what? you know, her body says like a life of luxury, not a post-apocalyptic warlord. Where is Linda Hamilton when you need her? And it, why? Because she a curvy girl and got big boobs. Exactly. So what? Right. Oh, by the way, she's a she's a Ritter. What did you know that? Oh, what now? She's a Ritter. She's married to Jason Ritter, John Ritter's son. Oh, for real? Yeah, I did not know that. Well, there actually, you go, yeah. right on. That, that's Hollywood royalty, right there. There you man. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so she, yeah, so fucking Adrian Curry has been relevant since God ever, ever. <laughs> I mean, the last time she was in the spotlight was when she was fucking thirst trapping for Peter Brady. <laughs> Not, e- not even, not even the relevant Brady. It was right. It was. It, it was even fucking Johnny Bravo, uh, uh, Peter. Uh, like, uh, gonna... It's time to change. <laughs> but, but no, like the last time, like Adrian Curry was relevant was she was on the Surreal Live, and she, yeah, the Surreal Live. Yeah, oh and God. ever since then, she pretty much became like a an Avon salesperson, and now is living in Montana. I, I heard that she's on the. She's so deep in the QAnon Kool-Aid, too. A wannabe cosplay model? Yeah. Yeah. And she is so deep in the Kool-Aid, too, because, you know, she would tweet, like, these awful, like, racist, anti-Semitic tweets. Full-blown... She's Yeah, so she's full-blown Red Hat oh, MAGA. And didn't you have a... a, a, a interaction with her yeah so i met her at comic-con like years ago and everything and at the time i was like oh cool it's adrian curry and everything and she came off as very like conceited and condescending and oh that kind where it's like i know every man wants to talk to me because they want to have sex with me right 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 and um the weirdest the weirdest part of that interaction was she's with she was with a uh, cosplayer that was dressed as storm Uh uh-huh and um, and I was like, oh, uh, uh, can I get a photo with you and Storm here? And she says, oh, she he called you Storm. And I was confused. I was like, I don't know her name. She's dressed as Storm. So what else am I gonna I'm gonna call her? Um, guess what I'm gonna call you now? Right. <laughs> Jack, so Jackhole. Right. So and um, but yeah. So I mean, like she she kindly took the photo with us and everything and whatnot. Right. But it was just a it was just weird. Honestly, it was just like, like I said, like very condescending, very like conceited. And, uh, but I heard like, she's always had like negative fan reactions. Like everybody's n- always has like a negative, like um story with her and everything. I love, I love, uh, I love Melanie's clap bag at her. Oh yeah. Linsky yeah. says, firstly, this photo, cause it was a photo that she took for, looks like it says here in style magazine and that's what she based her fucking insult off of mm-hmm. and she responded back firstly this photo is taken for a cover shoot for in style magazine mm-hmm. not not a still from hbo's the last of us and mm-hmm. i'm playing a person who's meticulously planned and executed an overthrow of fedra mm-hmm. he goes i'm not supposed to be oh he goes, he goes i'm supposed to be smart ma'am i don't need to be muscly she goes that's what henchmen are for yes <laughs> That was my that tweet was fucking phenomenal. That first of all, that's such boss girl, boss lady energy right there. Yeah. But she's right though. Her character 
isn't supposed to be some jacked up one one person army and everything. She's a strategist. She's a tactician. Yep. Why get my hands dirty? I have these six foot five like yoke dudes that would do it for me. I love when pe- when people try to make fun of somebody and then just everybody else goes, "Boo, you suck!" Yeah. What the fuck are you making fun of them for, you a hole? Right. It's like but, they're on a hit TV show. What have you done lately? Exactly. Fucking pre- Peter Brady dumped you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and that's and that's the thing that cracks me up is because after uh, Melanie roasted Curry, Curry tries to save face. By saying like, oh, she has to clap back at me and everything uh, just so she can get some attention. Well, it's Uh, like you said, don't come in my house trying to talk shit. Right. (laughs) If you don't expect me to talk shit back to you. Right. And honestly, um, and again, like like I mentioned, like this isn't the first time Curry has had a very shit take. Because like I said, like, you know, ever since she fucked off to Montana in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> she pretty much has like the Unabomber life. Because from what I've heard, like her husband's like full blown conservative. So that seeped in her brain and everything. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so, um, but I remember years ago, do you remember the handsome mugshot guy? Yes. The one with green eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So after he served his time, he, um, uh, he got a modeling contract. Yeah. And guess what? He was able to get a career just from that little infamy. I so mean, I ain't gonna lie, the dude is he is good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if I was a modeling agent, yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. I would anyway, go up. ahead. But so yeah, so yeah, so he he was able to pit, to turn his life around for the better. Yep. Like this is a feel good story. He commit, you know, he paid his debt to society. He served his time. He's out. He's living a positive life now. Yeah. He was able to turn his life around. That should be. A you know a big yeah a big bravo, congratu- dude, bravo, bravo congratulations yep. she completely shits on him like why did they give a you know a career to, to this a con con, to a criminal con yeah yeah and she and she would literally make make up like um we things know, we know the real reason why she didn't like it oh totally but before we get to that <laughs> she made up reasons why he was jailed and everything oh he's a murderer he's this and that and everything like he robbed people yeah that's yeah. bad no, no, but he. Was- he Went to jail for it. Well, see, and that's the thing. If you go to prison, yeah. it's supposed to be where you reform. Rehabilitate. 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 Yeah. So he did. Yeah. You sort of shit on the guy. Right. So what's it. the problem? Don't be mad because you had a shitty modeling career and you had to fight and be on a reality TV show for it. Exactly. And somebody chose him. Right. I mean, there's model. Fucking Sofia Vergara got fucking discovered on the beach playing with her son. Mm-hmm. And she became a fucking huge celebrity. Yeah. So don't hate on people like that. Oh, absolutely. They were, they were just gifted genetically and we'll be able to born that good looking absolutely you know? and that's i don't hate on that no good not at all him. bravo you, you know who he reminded me of he mm. was he's like a better looking version of that light-skinned brother that was on in, on uh, in, uh, uh csi oh um you know that light-skinned brother uh doran uh, yeah. yeah 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 well he's he's like a better looking version of that guy yeah yeah light-skinned brother he got green eyes yeah like, yeah dude when yeah. they fucking posted his his mugshot mm-hmm. women well people were simping all over the planet yeah oh i take his mugshot right what does that, what does that mean <laughs> but anyway but yeah but, go, but getting you back know, to but, the irrelevance of adrian yeah, curry or irrelevance actually Yes, I said relevant. Yeah, relevant yeah. but no, but yeah. So again, that's you know, she's always been a very poisonous person. You know, always like even like you know, spouting out all this horseshit, all this vitriol and everything towards right. people. This time, it has completely bit her in the ass because she's deleted her uh, social media, and I think she still has like her Facebook or whatever. But she's still trying to double down on her horseshit, saying like, "You see, you see, she had to clap back at me." I was like, "Okay, first of all." She 
has been in like the most like successful projects of all time. She was on Two and a Half Men. Mm -hmm. She is now on like one of the biggest shows on television right now. Well, I mean, and Coyote Ugly is also a cult classic too, right? And she's also she was also in Up in the Air, which got like you know um, with George Clooney. So she's been making money moves ever since the beginning of her career. She's been kicking ass in everything that she does. Yep. And now you're going to try to come after her (laughs) and think that you got to her. Nah, nah. The fact is, is that she's kicking ass, you know, in Hollywood while you're in the middle of nowhere living that Unabomber life. That's a typical conservative. You clap back at them Mm -hmm. and they go, oh, see, you're triggered. You had to respond back. You made a comment and I'm replying back to you, you fucking dill hole. Yeah. It's like, why'd you make a comment on my shit yeah. if you don't want to fucking hear, hear anything from it? Yeah. And you know what you know what the hypocrisy about this is, is that she, Curry is shaming Melanie's body. And Curry was in an industry where women's bodies were constantly being like... um. Well, she was considered too fat for some modeling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She was considered too fat for some modeling. Right. And so how dare you do that to somebody else? Exactly. You're no better than the people who um, put who chewed you up and spit you out. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, she was relevant for like a half an hour. Yeah. But anyway, but it, it just goes and then she could put her you could put her on the list with fucking Gina Carano. Right. Which, by the way, Gina Carano, mm. <laughs> quote unquote, starred mm. in a movie produced by Ben Shapiro, of all people. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's some old Western prairie type movie. Mm-hmm. Bro, guess how much money it made? How much? $350. Wait. <laughs> $350. dollars Not 350000 I was about to ask. No, like $350. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were, I guess they were streaming it, I guess, on some bullshit website. Mm-hmm. It was, obviously wasn't in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't on streaming service. It was like their own thing. And yeah. it made 350 bucks, like total. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trump NFTs made more than that. <laughs> And those were only like what ninety nine dollars. Right. Well, it's like, dude, yeah. And I think they spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars on making this movie, right. and it made three hundred fifty bucks. Well, the thing is, it was a total. From what I've heard of it, yeah. it looks like a total fuck you movie. Yeah, it was a conservative. Um, it was conservative fat material. Yeah, and that's the thing is, if you make, if you make um works of art that are completely from a place of like malice, from like where the the whole the whole idea of it is to um, give the middle finger to whoever you're um, you know want to give the middle finger to. Right. It's gonna fail because people can see that it's from a place of like you know negativity. Well, the thing is that these conservatives make these movies and then they want to when it's when it's a bomb, they want to say, oh, you see, it's the Hollywood elite trying to fucking keep us out. No, your shit sucked. Mm-hmm. Like every Kirk Cameron movie I've ever seen. Oh God, Kirk Cameron <laughs> saves Christmas. That other fucking ass clown. Yeah, <laughs> he is the fucking worst. Like, dude, I've like, uh, I remember like hearing the stories of on Growing Pains after he became born again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, that, yeah. that's when they had him fire that cute blonde that was his girlfriend. Yeah, because she posed in Playboy. Well, that and also because he wanted to have his fiance, future wife, in that role yeah. because you know can't be kissing another woman. It's called acting. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like I can right. understand like if feeling weird to kiss another person and everything, but it's not like you're having an extramarital affair. And the funny thing is that Growing Pains was a huge hit even yeah. at even at the time that they canceled it. Yeah. Because the what they and they, they tried to do is 
switch it from the lead from him to Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Remember he was the adopted kid? Yeah, he was the homeless kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so but it didn't work. And they just canceled the whole show. Yeah. And all because Kurt Cameron wanted to quit. Yeah. And make shitty, shitty movies. Right. Like Left Behind and Fireproof. Yeah. <laughs> Left you, Behind sounds like his career. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on a series of books about after the rapture. Yeah. The people who were left behind. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's the Christian stroke fest. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, then he did that fireproof. I've never even watched it. Yeah. Some bullshit movie. The only decent, like quote unquote Christian movie I ever watched, uh-huh. there's two of them. One of them stars actually, believe it or not, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about after the after the rapture also, and he's mm-hmm. in a prison yeah. trying to find this guy who's supposed to be the second coming of Christ. Right. And that one was decent. And then there's another one. When uh, it's um, gosh, it, it's about that. It's you've seen it before. It's about that football coach. Oh, and you I, see, I haven't seen the movie, but I remember you showed me a clip yeah, of it. You remember that scene where he's making yeah. the kid carry the other kid on his back for a yeah. hundred yards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That one was decent. Yeah. But all the other ones, shite. Yeah. Straight shite. Because it's very, they're very fucking preachy. They're shoving it down your throat. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah, like, you know, what, what do they call it? Like, it's a. It's a uh, term for subtlety or anything. Um, Shit, subtlety is a fucking drive-by. Right. <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, well, anyway. Anyway. But, yeah. but the thing is, their movies suck. Yeah. And the thing is, <laughs> because as I've told you guys before, I, I used to be in ministry. I was studying to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And it, it, looking back on it, it was all shit. Yeah. Uh, it was all bullshit. It's all just a money-making scam. The, the thing is that those movies suck. Anyway... Celebrities roasting on each other, conservatives stop because your game sucks. Oh, absolutely, your game sucks. Your clapback game is terrible, awful. And you know, you know, what's the worst part um, is that there are people on uh, Curry's like Facebook page that still simp for her, <laughs> which is really sad. You're so beautiful, right? The long and short of it, dude. If you insult somebody, mm-hmm. don't 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 be surprised if you get ostracized. And get clapped back on. Absolutely. Especially when it's something like body shaming. Right. You know, it, it's it's not roasting somebody. Who, oh, well, you know what? You're fat. Yeah. O- okay. I, I know I am. And it's What not do con- I care? And it's not constructive <laughs> criticism either. You're just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. 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 That's just like people who try to roast on that uh, Victoria's Secret model that's like super thick. Yeah. I can't remember her name right now. She yeah. was like the first full figured model or what was it plus size model to be on the Sports Illustrated cover. Oh, um, Ashley Graham? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw a, a uh, and I'll end it with this. I saw that, you know, you ever heard What Would You Do? Mm-hmm. That, you know that. Uh, they, oh, yeah, with that, uh, John Quinones. John Qu- Johnny Quinones. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, they did one like that mm-hmm. about somebody making fun of overweight people. Yeah. And she was on it. And, dude, she was crying. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a, a son introducing his parents to his overweight girlfriend. Yeah. And they're going, but she's fat. She's yeah. big. Why would you want to be with her? Mm-hmm. You used to date pretty girls. Oh, yeah, dude, you know, these actors, people in the restaurant goes, oh, I was going to kick their ass. It's like, <laughs> these, these actors put their life on the line sometimes. I, 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 yeah, I've seen like, what would you do and everything? And it is an eye opener. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what was the one? Um, oh, it was the, um, the mean girls making fun of the girl in the park. And yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. those actresses were going in hard on hard. Her. And then you see like, you know, the males, like they don't do anything. They're like, oh. Come on, cool it, guys. Yeah. But then you see the women oh, no, you come didn't. up and go up to there and, and say, like, leave her alone. Well, because I, yeah. it's hard for a grown man to approach a young girl. And do, right. But the, the the best one, and again, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. The, the best one was, it was this adopted kid. There you go. And it was supposed to be an adopted Asian girl and a little white girl. Mm-hmm. We're sisters. 
And she goes, stop calling them mom and dad. They're not your real parents. You know, you, they went to China and bought you. Jesus. <laughs> and people are going, Hey, they chose her. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't help having you. I'm like, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. don't come at somebody unless you're ready to get retaliated on. And that's whether you comment on social media. Come If you come on our TikTok, which, by the way, is at Minority Report and Minority Report 2.0, mm-hmm. and you make a comment, don't. Don't get get butt hurt when we come when we come back at you. Absolutely, and, and don't say and, and also on our Twitter, which is Minorities Report. Uh-huh. Don't come. Don't be like, oh well, you you oh look at you, I made you comment back. You right. fucking came in my house, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's like, but anyway, with that, what we want to say is we thank you guys for hanging out with us and supporting us. Follow us on TikTok at Minorities Report, Minorities Report two and also follow us on the Twitter, which is. Let's see, my news, uh, what was it called? Minorities Report at Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I will at Minorities Report on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And then also follow us on Instagram, which is at Minorities Report. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy our, our stuff, man, just get on there, support us, leave a review. We do have a merch link on there on our on our uh, link tree. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and hit that up. But also on Mondays, make sure you tune in and download uh, Make It a Combo where they review, they review watch and review movies, Jesse, Andy, and Jesse, Andy, and Junior have a great time on there. Then also on Wednesdays, make sure you check out Am I a Slut? Where Andy tells a lot of sex stories where people ask her questions and she tells stories of sex, uh, uh, stories of sex, Mm -hmm. stories about sex and people's sex stories. So check them out on Mondays and Wednesdays. And of course, we're out every Friday. So make sure you check us out. Uh, If you listen through Apple, leave a review, uh, let us know. And also message us on any of our social media platforms if there's anything you want us to discuss. Jay, you got anything to say before we leave? Uh, Let's just say this. Like uh, my compatriot said right here, if you're gonna if you're gonna clap at somebody, be ready for the consequences. Also, check out The Last of Us. I heard it's really good. All right. Yeah. Well, with that, we want to tell you peace, love, and applesauce, and we will see you. You've just listened to the Minorities Report from Make It a Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.